one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com rsps e star all of it investor kit precious metal advisor you should be taking full advantage when you uh, listen to the show call the number go to the website want to remind you as well if you're using any registered funds like rsp resp tfsa lift riff lira all those for every five thousand dollars u.s invested in precious metals physical metals through those accounts you will receive a gram of gold courtesy of guildhall busy show today darren jeremy uh guys we got a an interview paul coming up a little later on so uh, let's get uh, let's get rolling what do you say well, it's been a great week, John. It's very busy in the office. We want to congratulate everybody who's come to Guildhall, either bought, uh, got some product put into their depository accounts, opened up a registered account of any type. And of course, this week, we're going to have Roy Friedman on the show from MTB. That's Manfred Tordella and Brooks. And we're going to talk to him a little bit about what the market's telling us right now. But silver, what a week. I mean, we saw silver venture into the $18.70 range. Gold broke the all-important $1,300 level. Now, those two commodities year-to-date are still trading fantastic. Silver year-to-date is up 31%, while gold is still hovering in and around the 22 to 23% range. So both metals, very respectful year-over-year, and we expect more of the same now that we've seen that all-important $1,300 level broken. Yeah, uh, gold, we're trading, uh, as we're taping this show Thursday afternoon, gold is in $1,301, silver's trading around about $1,828. Everybody's a little edgy about the uh, election in the U.S., and with all these email problems that the Clintons have, and uh, Trump, I guess, with his uh, some of the things he says is affecting the markets a little bit, but again, people are saying if Trump gets elected, gold could go to fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars very, very quickly. The stock market could come off very, very quickly. Trump has got the needle to a lot of these people that have gone against him, and he tends to go after people. Uh, that's Google, Amazon, uh, the people that make the cookies, uh, Nabisco that have opened a factory in Mexico, he's going to go after all these people and it could have a great effect on the stock market, which is actually very good for gold and silver because we're going to see an increase. Um, Today, the High Court uh, in England actually said that May, the Prime Minister of England, can't go ahead with, uh, I think it's called number 50, whatever it is, um, and get the Brexit thing going. I mean, it has to go through Parliament. Um, and this caused the uh, pound to go up, the sterling. Uh, we went, we were as low as at 121 last week. We're at 124 today. So that's a three, you know, three and a half percent increase mm-hmm. in a very short while. So gold and silver came off a little bit this morning, but I think you're going to see it start to take off. As I said, Tuesday is the election. Um, yesterday we had Yellen um, from the Fed. They didn't put the rates up. I think they're going to have a really tough time. The ISM reports came out this morning, which weren't very good. Um, the jobs report, which is going to come out on Friday, they were calling for, I think, about 175,000 creation of new jobs. It's probably going to be around about 140, 150, but who knows how they revise. You know, they could make it look like 300,000 tomorrow just for the sake of, you know, getting Clinton into uh, become president. But... Uh, generally, all these things that are happening are good for gold, good for silver. Now, at Guildhall, um, we only deal in physical gold, silver, platinum, and plated. We do not deal in paper products. We don't deal in equities. We don't deal in ETFs. We don't deal in certificates. We don't sell in futures. Options on futures, we sell the physical product. You can buy the physical product. You can go to our e-store. You can go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com. Um, and you can order gold, silver, platinum, palladium. You can order a 100-ounce bar of silver. If you order any portion of 100 ounces of silver, we're going to give you, as a little bonus, a 1-ounce maple. So whether you want to order 10-ounce 10, 10 bars, a 100-ounce bar, you want to order 100 maples, you're going to get an ounce of 1-ounce silver maple, completely free of charge. Our prices are very, very competitive. And it's the same thing if you want to order gold, we have as little as one gram. We have one ounce, 10 ounce kilo bars of gold. The second option you have is if you 
want to buy gold and silver and you really don't want to put yourself in a situation of taking it home, you know, burying it in the back garden or putting it under the mattress. You want to put it in a safe, secure depository. We offer you a depository that's safe, secure, allocated, segregated. We give you the bar numbers. That's another way to open it. It's fully insured. Your product can be viewed at any time. If you don't hold, can't hold that product, you don't own it. So therefore, you want to be able to go and visit your product. The third option we give you is, in my opinion, one of the best ways to own gold and silver. That's in a registered retirement plan, especially in a TFSA, which is a tax-free saving plan. If you've never made an investment, you're over 25 years old, you can put as much as 46500 into a TFSA. And we've got a little bit of a premium with that. When you put 5000 US into a registered retirement plan, we're going to give you a gram of gold completely free of charge just for putting the money into an account. We work with Questrade. We partner with them. They're the custodian of the product. We do all the purchasing and selling, and we do all the paperwork and make this so simple that it's really, really easy to own gold and silver. One eight seven seven eight silver is that number online to guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy, what are you thinking? What's going on that head of yours? Well, <clears throat> number one, silver right now year to date is up 31%. Gold year to date, uh, we're up uh, just over 22%. And when you look at, at, just for example, gold's return over the last 15 years, we're up comfortably over 300%, which means gold is doing its job against inflation. You know, if inflation rate is at 2% or 5%, if, it, if it's closer to 5%, that means every five years you're losing 25% of your purchasing power. Well, how do you, how do you hedge against that? Well, you either are making that in a dividend or your stock portfolio is going through the roof consistently. And you know, one of the one of the arguments against gold is always, well, it's a volatile metal. Okay, maybe short term, look at the last week we've had, last month we've had in silver, we had a, a big pullback after a massive gain throughout the year. And then in the last few days, we had a, a we started to test the, the resistance again, which was a, a major leg up again. So yeah, short term, anything can happen. But long term, you can see that precious metals hedge against inflation wonderfully. They do they do the job. And I think right now, one of the reasons that we're seeing so many people moving into the precious metal market is because they are concerned about the, the markets. They're concerned about the, the, the banking system, and they want to make sure that their wealth is going to be protected if we were to happen to have another uh, 2008-like collapse. And let's be honest, nothing has changed since 2008. The banks got bigger, the balance sheets got bigger, the debts got bigger, and now if you, you know, anyone who, who researches and and follows Jim Rickards, who is an amazing analyst with the gold market and, and currencies, you know, he believes that, that the next system can't be bailed out by central banks, they're going to have to be bailed out by the IMF through SDRs, which again is just rolling it over into the same old, same old fiat currency. And how do you protect against declining values of fiat currency? You need to hold gold. 15 years in gold and silver, silver up close to 300% in Canadian dollars, gold up over 300% in Canadian dollars. This is a market that you want to hold to protect your wealth for the long term. We'll take a quick break, guys. When we come back, we'll have our special guest, Roy Friedman, on the show. Stay tuned. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver and online to guildhallwealth.com, the Precious Metal Advisor, the Investor Kit. Go to the website, sign up for both, and a lot more details online as well. Real Money Show continues. Talk Radio, AM640. One eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Welcoming Roy Friedman to the show, the president of MTB. Darren. Well, we're happy to have you here with the show, Roy. It's a pleasure to have you on the Real Money Show. We've talked lots. I know you and Paul have a longstanding relationship back and forth with business. But to get our listeners a little more up to speed on exactly what your background is, your business card, as you said, is titled President of uh, Manfred Tordello and Brooks and MTB, if people know the acronym uh, a little more uh, better than they do the name. What is your background and could you give our listeners a little bit more insight on exactly what uh, your experience is in the markets? Yeah, be, be my pleasure. Uh, with, without uh, telling you how old I am, uh, some your, your listeners will be able to do the math pretty easily. Um, I graduated uh, university in 1980 with degrees in economics and political science and I have been involved in the precious metals industry uh, since 1980. 
my career uh, began working uh, on the old commodities exchange trading floor uh, in New York. And um, uh, a couple of years after that, uh, I took uh, jobs working for uh, over-the-counter uh, physical precious metals trading companies and uh, and banks and you know, have been involved in uh, most facets of the precious metals industry uh, for 35 years. Uh, about half of my career has been spent uh, working specifically in the business uh, that we do together, which is uh, buying and selling physical precious metals. Well, that gives some insight as to exactly what your expertise is. Now, Roy, I'll put you to the test because there's a question that's been burning uh, a little bit of a hole in my mind for a while and something I'd like to ask of you. And the first question I have for you today is I read an article and it was entitled A Gold Positive Signal. Now, the article was written a while back, but I happened to read it just a couple of weeks ago. And what I found most impressive but equally frightening about the article is the sense that it was suggesting that we in the analytic world can no longer use traditional metrics and analytics to provide somewhat accurate forecasts of certain markets, such as they were pointing out gold and silver. In your experience, can you give us some sense of overall economic picture right now? Are we heading into any positive territory? Are we seeing a lot of misguided headlines or is there really some meat to this uh, recovery that's supposedly happening in the U.S. right now? Well, on the economic side, well, I agree with much of uh, uh, of what you say. Um, many of the old tools uh, that we've gotten accustomed to using for forecasting, and uh, you know, whether it's forecasting the price of gold or forecasting, uh, you know, the number of televisions that may be sold in 2017, it, you know, it appears as those as those types of uh, analytical. Um, uh, algorithmic uh, equations and forecasting models just don't seem to work as well as they used to. Um, and before I answer the, the question in full, uh, and perhaps it may be jumping around a little bit, um, one of the things that I pay a lot of attention to and have throughout much of my career is trying to gauge interest in the market and the overall health of the precious metals industry by looking at the, the volume figures. Because to me, volume figures are a very important uh, part of forecasting and a very, a very good analytical tool. Um, you know, the greater the, the greater the volume, uh, the greater the market is growing, and the more and, and the more participation we have. And you know, from my uh, from my experience, um, a market that's growing in volume and growing in in size means demand is growing. And if demand is growing, the great likelihood is prices will appreciate um, over the long term. You know, all markets have, have ebbs and flows and go up and down based on uh, a whole variety of uh, functions. But uh, in general, you know, a market that is growing in size, in my experience, goes up in size. So allow me to, um, you know, to just add that before I address uh, the economic issue. And you're referring um, to, when you talk about metals and volume, you are predominantly referring to the volume of physical metals. Yes, I beg your right, pardon. Right, of yeah. course, I'm, I'm of course. About the, I'm talking about, you know, the, the, the volume, uh, not all, uh, all facets of the right, market. Right, right. You know, whether, what, whether it's, you know, gold maple leaves or gold eagles or commodity futures contracts um, or, you know, the open positions held... Uh, uh, in various ETFs, I'm looking at I, I'm looking at you know the number as a whole right, in general, right. and as you know in general, and nothing goes up in a straight line, and you know more often than not, nothing goes down in a straight line. But if you were to look at those that chart uh, from left to right over the course of of the last 25 plus years, um, you'll see the market is growing. There's greater participation in the market. On all on all fronts, you know whether it's like I said, whether it's futures contracts or or the physical products, uh, you know that we trade together. Right. With regards to you know economics, uh, most of the economic figures um, that not only you know your country and my country release on a regular basis, and uh, most of the economic information we see out of the EU and and China and other, you know, large economies of the world uh, are figures that are, t you know, are look-back figures, you know, meaning 
you know, we, we, we see a report today that brings us some finality or, some, or, or a summary of something that took place, you know, the preceding four weeks or, you know, the preceding quarter, mm-hmm. if it's the case of GDP figures, which are often referred to as quarterly, come out quarterly. And based on, so based on the economic figures, you know, that we see from most developing, you know, mo- most of the large countries, um, you would have to say that the global economy, global economy is still puttering along, um, you know, at a, re- at a reasonably weak level, um, you know, led by, uh, you know, the United States. And uh, we are seeing, you know, an economic rebound, you know, that at best could be described as weak. Um, you know, and a weak economy, whether it's a global economy or a specific economy, you know, if we're talking about the United States or Canada, you know, can be looked at, you know, both in a positive and negative manner. Um, a weak economy is like, as we've witnessed over the last couple of years, um, is supported by central bank intervention and low rates. And in general, that's probably helped uh, and supported the price of gold uh, uh, over the last uh, se- over the last couple of years. Um, the flip side of that is, you know, as economies are uh, doing better, and uh, inflation is uh, is a word that often uh, you know goes to the top of uh, the top of the headlines. Uh, precious metals historically have uh, have rallied and um, done well during you know times of heightened inflation. So, you know, I, you know, when I look at the, you know, the, the global economic uh, picture, you know, I look at it from, you know, the short term and the long term. And despite the fact that gold is um, at much lower levels, along with silver and most other commodities than they were uh, just a handful of years ago, um, you know, I look at the market favorably and, uh, you know, and think that in either scenario, a gold is much it is much closer to the bottom of uh, uh, of the market right now than it is uh, to the top of the market, and that doesn't mean the gold doesn't drop further from these levels and silver doesn't drop further from these levels. But you know, when I look at economies and how econ- and how the global economy will affect um, you know monetary policy and fiscal policy, I think both scenarios translate to. Uh, Precious metals doing well uh, in the years to come. Well, it's a, it's that, that may that may have been a, a roundabout answer. To not at all, not at all. But I, but I but I hope I touched upon the points you were looking for. It's an opinion shared by a lot of analysts right now, Roy, and this is why it's important to say it because it doesn't get shared in the mainstream media, and we'd be the first to say it. We've we've we based a part of the Real Money Show on a weekly basis out to our listenership. Uh, solely on the fact, squarely on the shoulders of that exact point, that the mainstream media doesn't talk about this, even in the heightened awareness of higher volumes, whether it's physical uh, in the futures market or physical in the coin market or the bar market, it's 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 higher volume, and and there's a story to be told. So I guess on the heels of that, and what we just spoke about, and specifically what you just said. What role uh, do any of the fundamentals in this marketplace uh, play going forward here into the late part of the year? I mean, the last four analysts we've had in the market have been uh, back and forth on their opinion of what perhaps maybe the elections will do to gold and silver. The last one in Gerald Salente, he believed that the, in fact, the elections would have very little impact on gold and silver because they're far bigger uh, in the terms of the global picture. They're far bigger than just the U.S. market. I, I, I seem to share a bit of that opinion, but I'm, I'm curious to, to uh, see what you have to say about that in terms of what role those fundamentals play here late in the year. Well, I, I, I would tend to agree that at this point, um, despite it appearing, though, that the election is once again perhaps a little closer than it appeared uh, just a week or two ago, that, um, uh, you know, the market is not going to see a significant move uh, up or down, regardless of uh, of who wins uh, our presidential election uh, n- next week. Um, uh, the market is, um, you know, the, the market will somewhat do what it wants to do, you know, regardless of uh, whether we have a Democrat or a 
Republican uh, in, and whether we have a hawk sitting in the chair or we have a dove sitting in the pre- in the presidential chair, you know, and there will likely be, you know, a reaction one way or another, you know, next week, regardless of who wins. But as as I think you've seen this week, um, partly due to uh, you know what's what what many consider a bit of a short covering rally. Um, uh, which had has gold back up and flirting with either side of 1300. Um, you know, the likelihood is uh, the election now appearing to be a little bit closer um, has brought about um, you know some short some short covering and you know perhaps some hedging uh, as to who may win the presidential uh, election next week. And you know, considering uh, Trump appears to be the underdog, um, obviously. Uh, a greater possibility um, of him winning next week seems to have uh, brought some buyers to the market and forced some shorts out of the market. Sure. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, um, the market has been and continues to trade in a reasonably well-defined trading range for an extended period of time. And uh, regardless of who wins next week, I don't see the, you know that singular event breaking us out of out of a trading range that we've been in for many months. Um, you know it'll take uh, it'll take policy changes and you know of events above and beyond who wins uh, the U.S. president uh, you know uh, election next week. Uh, I think to move the market uh, in a more significant fashion than we've seen it move uh, in just the last couple of days, which is. Um, you know, flirting and breaking above thirteen hundred. Sure. Um, so, fun, you know, so so fundamentally, I don't see that as the singular event um, that gets the market, you know, moving, um, you know, say ten or fifteen percent, which is probably the kind of movement, um, you know, that your readers are and clients are more interested in hearing about and, and understanding. Well, of course, it's, it's, truth, it's, truth be told, gold has probably only rallied, uh, you know, three, three and a half percent, uh, you know, this week from uh, from the low of the week to the high of the week. Right. And of course, a, a small pullback this morning in, in trading. And a small pullback this morning, correct. But uh, this is this is certainly as we're watching the market, it's it's biting back a little bit of that pullback. But I'm, I'm curious then what perhaps in your opinion, and I mean, obviously, we're not going to hold you to it, but. If we move forward, number one, do we see interest rate increases anytime soon? And two, are there any particular economic events on our horizon that might shed some light on what could contribute to higher pricing in the gold and silver market? Yes. Well, in the short term, um, and without patting myself on the back, I think I have been one of the, uh, I have been in the minority and have, uh, and was correct in, in much that I've written over the last uh, year, calendar year 2016, um, saying, you know, that the Fed would only hike once. Um, and, you know, I still think we'll see, you know, that one hike uh, before the end of the year. Um, and if nothing else, it'll be, you know, a, a credibility uh, issue with the Fed that um, you know, how many times are they going to talk about it and do nothing? So uh, I, I think in order to keep some respect and um uh, for our our central bank here uh the fed will raise uh at the next meeting with that being said i'll go out on a limb and say that there will there will only be one rate u.s rate hike in 2017 as well um and and i say that for a, a whole host of reasons number number one um uh, despite the fact that the uh, that our central bank is supposed to be uh, autonomous and not influenced by uh, uh, by the actions uh, and and requests uh, of uh, our president and executive branch. Um, uh, I think I, I don't think uh, you know anyone can assume that uh, the central bank is on some level not influenced by. Uh, uh, you know, by our elected officials um, and. Elected officials uh, do not want to see uh, Democrats, included in my opinion, um, do not want to see uh, interest rates going uh, sharply higher anytime soon. Um, 
you know the economy the economy continues to uh to tread you know in a very you know precarious uh in a very precarious way um you know you get you get one good economic release and then you get a bad economic release um you get good news on on housing then you get bad news on housing um retail sales uh in this country by all accounts are uh are not going not going well and you know we are an economy as are many of the largest economies in the world you know that's driven by the revenue generated you know from sales you know we can't just raise taxes to generate money you know money has to come in from you know you know from goods and services changing hands and all that comes to a grinding halt you know if our if interest rates here start going up uh you know 50 50 basis points or more a year in in the next year or two so i i just don't see that scenario happening because i don't think the economy would survive it um so you know i i look for you know the interest rates to remain low and that to be the you know the supporting factor in uh in in gold and silver um moving higher you know at the end of the day uh you know sometimes uh you know you can throw all the logarithms and all the best uh mathematical uh, forecasting uh, tools that you have uh, out the window and if you and if you simplify it i often find uh you know that's the best way of uh of coming to the a correct conclusion and in this scenario uh you know low interest rates um you know uh and a dollar that is not screaming higher is probably uh you know what will do best you know in the next couple of years for uh, uh being the underlying support for uh, gold and silver going higher well, speaking of gold and silver going higher, as you well know, in our relationship with uh, yourself and MTB, Guildhall is involved in physical gold and silver markets. You, with MTB as the president of MTB, are a distributor of some of the finest product in the world. I mean, the PAMP product that we have in, in-house is second to none. And of course, you have RCM product as well. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I, I specifically uh, refer to a few different types of products that we use on a regular yep. basis. We use the one gram packs, we use the 10 ounce gold bars, and we love the one kilo gold bars. But tell us a little more about that as being a PAMP distributor. Right. Well, PAMP, uh, uh, like MTB, uh, is part of the uh, MKS group of, uh, of global companies, all, uh, all um, within the precious metals industry. Um, so, uh, here in the United States and, uh, in North America, uh, a big part of our business is selling and distributing PAMP products to wholesalers and retailers, uh, you know, like yourself. Um, the PAMP product distinguishes itself, uh, in my opinion, um, from all other products that are available on the market in the form of, uh, of the bars that PAMP makes. Uh, with its Veriscan technology, there is uh, again, in my opinion, and allow me to say my opinion. Of course, you know, there is no other. There is no other sovereign mint or refiner that's producing a bar uh, at the quality levels that PAMP produces, along with the anti-counterfeiting technology that PAMP has, um, and this gives. Um, Buyers at all levels, you know, the largest, uh, the largest hedge funds uh, to the, you know, reasonably small uh, retail walk-in traffic, uh, the comfort in knowing that they're buying something uh, that will always hold its value at some point in time when they choose to sell it, because the person or the business or the entity that they sell it to knows that they're getting a genuine PAMP product, uh, a product that is, uh, you know, void of being counterfeited. And, uh, you know, they know, and they have that comfort in knowing that they're buying something that's always going to hold its value. Uh, the PAMP products, uh, can easily be, uh, verified, uh, online, um, with their, to their authenticity, viewing, via an app that uh, is accessible to uh, just about everybody. Um, it involves scanning the bar and a, uh, and a code on the bar, and within a very short period of time, you know, you know whether you're holding a 
you know, legitimate, a legitimate product or a, a product that may have been counterfeited. And in this day and age, having the peace of mind of knowing that you have the real thing, you know, is, um, you know, is an important tool. Uh, it, it, it gives people the comfort of knowing they, they can buy something today, put it away. And when they go to sell it at some point in time in the future, you know, regardless of whether gold has gone up or down, they know they're going to have something that is uh, easily sellable at the time of their choosing to a wide variety of, uh, of dealers around the world. This is Darren Long from The Real Money Show, and we thank you for listening in to our interview with Roy Friedman. And I'd love to remind everybody that right now, if you're interested in buying silver, we have a great promo opportunity for you as a listener. For every 100 ounces of silver that you buy, you'll get one free silver maple leaf coin when you're buying from our e-store or our depository. Thanks for listening, and we appreciate you tuning in to The Real Money Show. We'll take a quick break. More, uh, more Roy Freeman coming up here, the number one eight seven seven eight silver to start investing at guildhallwealth.com. The Real Money Show, Talk Radio, AM 640. 1-877-8-SILVER, online to guildhallwealth.com. Back to our interview for the second part with Roy Friedman. Darren. I do want to touch on just one more point about that, in particular the point of volume buying and the importance of being aligned with people like MTB and yourself through Guildhall and, of course, the other great companies you work with, but the importance of understanding that the ability to buy in volume or in, uh, more than just, let's say, what we would consider the average amount to be, uh, sure. becoming a necessity down the line. Of course, Guildhall deals with a lot of companies like that, and we're, we're growing that part of our business, and I just want to make sure that our listeners know how important it is that we work with somebody that can bring volume and absolutely respond to those types of requests and uh, that's why we like working with MTB, of course. Yes, well, we are, and I appreciate you saying that. Uh, uh, the MKS PAMP group, of which MTB is a uh, is an integral part, is uh, is a very well known, very well respected uh, company uh, in all uh, around the globe, um, and uh, we have been involved in in the wholesale end of the market uh, for many years, um, and. We are only on the wholesale side. You know, we support dealers like yourself, uh, who in turn are supporting and selling to their clients. So, you know, we we do not cross the line between uh, wholesale and retail. You know, it's it's our job to bring the metal, uh, make the me- the metal available uh, to the people who are selling it to the end investor and. That's the beauty of the relationship between MTB and Guildhall. You know, we, we, we have the metal. Uh, we have it in bulk. We have it in very large quantities, and we make it available to companies like yourselves uh, whenever they need it so that they, in turn, can, can sell it in, uh, in smaller quantities uh, or, or larger quantities as, uh, as your investor requires. Right. But, you know, it all begins with us having the metal readily available, uh, which I'm pleased to say we do at all times. Which is fantastic. Uh, I want to, just before we move off from that point, Roy, because this has opened up a whole new can, every week on the show I like to at least try to entertain one client question. Of course, it's one we get quite frequently, and as you well know and have been involved in the market for so many years, when a client is becoming familiar with gold and silver buying, especially when they're buying physical bullion, they will tend to ask a number of very similar questions that are consistent across the board, one of which is, why is the price different when I go to buy a piece of metal versus what I see the price of on the news at night or when I pick up the paper in the morning when I go on the internet? And of course, we talk to them about the process of fabrication is playing a, a, an integral role in why premiums are placed on bullion. Maybe yeah. hearing it from somebody who's the president of a worldwide well-known company might help them to understand a bit better what that process is all about and why it does add a premium to the price they pay for gold or silver. Yes, certainly, certainly. Well, there is, you know, the price, first of all, the price of, uh, of gold is constantly changing. Um, uh, you know, while, uh, you know, while most, uh, most market participants are closed on Saturday, we're trading, you know, a singular commodity uh, in a global environment. So, you know, my Sunday afternoon is somebody else's Monday morning. Um, and by the time... You know, many of your clients and readers, you know, see 
the price of gold um, you know, in the newspaper or perhaps even on the Internet, depending upon what website they may be going to, they may be seeing a price that's no longer live and accurate. And the market, as we all know, can move very sharply in a very short period of time. So somebody looking at this morning's Wall Street Journal is looking at a gold price that actually you know, was published uh, you know, 12 hours earlier. It's no longer accurate. So you can't, you, know, you can't just assume that the price of gold that you've seen is the current price of gold. And that, it's important for everybody to recognize that. With a, when we're talking about physical gold, you know, there is a cost of doing business, whether, there's, you know, whether we're producing cars or, or televisions or, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever other commodity uh, you know, we, may be, we may be talking about. Um, you know, the raw metal that goes into you know, any finished product you know, has to be, the final price has to, has to include a whole host of, uh, of expenses, none the least of which is you know, the human element for the, for the people that you know, turned the raw metal into a finished product, uh, the packaging, the shipping, the handling, the insurance, the hedging, so there's a whole host of, of expenses above and beyond the raw value of the metal that goes into a physical product. And from my perspective, you know, when, when I have friends and family who come to me, and often they do, and say, you know, I'd like to buy you know, gold or silver, you know, what, you know, what do you recommend? You know, I, often, I, I often tell people, If it were me, and I invest in my person, you know, for myself, I want to hold or have access to the physical metal. I personally don't want a paper product. I personally don't want you know, an ETF or a share of a 400-ounce gold bar that may be held you know, half a world away from where I live. Now, some, some people are obviously very comfortable with that, and that's the fashion that they choose to invest in. I, on the other hand want to hold whether you know it's in a depository in new york or you know it's at my local bank where i have a a safety deposit box i want to have physical access to the physical precious metals and for the privilege of having access to the gold maple leaves and the silver maple leaves and the pamp gold bars etc etc i acknowledge that i'm paying some premium to the pure value of the metal because there is a cost and there's a cost that one has to assume and absorb in order to make that fabricated product. And that's, you know, and I think many investors um, feel the same way. And that's why we continue to see growth in our corner of the market in the physical end of the market, because more and more people are willing to pay the premium for the privilege of holding the physical metal and having that security as opposed to having a paper investment or a share in a, like I said, a 400-ounce gold bar that you know, may be a half a, you know, half a world away if they wanted to have access to it. Right. Well, I, I hope that answered your question. It does, and in fact, what it tells me is it's it's well worth paying a bit of a premium right. uh, to to have that quality and that safety and security and all the aspects that come with it in terms of what uh, you offer in the product. And again, we're hoping that 2017 brings about one of the fastest growing years, and we're in particular looking at our registered accounts, similar to the 401ks in the U.S., uh, where we hold the kilo gold bars in the um, registered yep. accounts here, and, and we're looking for for a fantastic growth in that particular area. It's one I think our listeners would be uh, super happy with. So that's something that we're very much looking forward yes. to. And of course, we're going to be there every step of the way with them. So it's good that you could do that. Now, I'll tell you, before we end this and uh, we just uh, exit out of here and give you time to go about your day, Roy, because we appreciate it very much. Many Thank analysts you. such as yourself at from time to time refer uh to the pricing in gold and silver as having pressure points or areas yeah. where the metal might pick up steam if we were to venture there. Yeah. We're coming into the end of the year. 
I've shown many a clients the cyclical nature of what 2002 to 2011 did in the market. You see the flat spots, the gradual gains, followed by these very big peaks, four of them nonetheless, uh, culminating in big moves up in both gold and silver. Is there anything you can share with us in terms of expectations, in terms of pricing, either in the near, medium term coming into next year, that would tell our clients this is really full steam ahead and we could see another one of these repetitive climactic moments? Well, you know, I lo- I look at the market, you know, in in a fashion that not you know not everybody looks at it. Um, you know, as a as someone who still trades um, every day of the week uh, on behalf of my employer MTB, you know, I'm looking at the market often through the narrow vision of what is the market doing intraday. Um, you know, and uh, while I while I often speak about and, like many others, try to uh, uh, give a, a price projection and where I see the market going uh, in the future, um, you know that is uh, you know that's something that I do uh, for my personal investment portfolio, but not something that I do you know for my for my employer. So I, I think it's important to understand that um, you know looking at the at the picture, looking at the market from. Uh, a longer term perspective and a shorter term uh, perspective. Right. With that being said, I look, you know, I look at the market and, you know, in, in, fa- in, in the form of, you know, breakout points where the market is, is, you know, is moving outside of a well-defined range. You know, when a market moves, it doesn't make a difference whether we're talking about, you know, the Dow Jones industrial average or, you know, or a well-traded stock. Um, when a market moves outside of its you know, previously well-defined trading range, it often continues to move in that direction. You know, you often hear about uh, um, you know a market that's down 10% going into bear territory. You know, and often the market will then follow through and go even lower. Um, specifically for me, you know, I'm looking at looking at gold uh right now unfortunately it's almost and you know perhaps unfortunate not unfortunate but you know gold is uh gold is uh almost right in the middle of a reasonably well defined trading range right now so while gold is uh you know a buck or two uh above 1300 as we speak gold below 1250 you know, has been a reasonably good buying opportunity over over much of 2016, and unfortunately, gold above 1350. For those that like to speculate and you know are willing to go short um, and trade the range, gold above 1350 has been a reasonably good place to sell. Thus, we have a, a trading range that's reasonably well defined the last couple of months between 1250 and 1350. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm of the opinion that gold at 1300 is, there's more, there's more reward than there is risk in being long gold at 1300 would be, you know, the way I would, I would, you know, put it to you and your, and your clients, um, while gold may yet go below 1250 and could potentially go below 1200 uh, in the long term I think you have much more upside potential than downside risk with being long gold you know at current levels or you know if you were fortunate enough to buy it at at lower than the, at, than the current level I think you've done just fine uh, we tend to be in the, the market and when I say we you know I'm talking about Guildhall and MTB where the, the clients that we're servicing are long-term investors. They're not short-term speculators. And as such, they're not necessarily looking to pick the bottom or buy today and sell tomorrow. Mm-hmm. People who are engaged, engaged in other facets of the market, that's what they do. But out the, the investors that we cater mm-hmm. to are, long, you know, are, are long-term holders of metal, and they tend to be you know, buyers, of, buyers of the dips, and buyers when the market has picked up momentum and is showing signs that a sustained rally is to come. 
as we've seen for many cases, you know, for many years in our business, our end of the business tends to get very quiet when the market goes stagnant. It's trading, you know, back and forth in a reasonably narrow range. And that's when physical investors um, tend to lose interest in the market. So when I look at the market over the course of the next, uh, you know, six months to, to five years, you know, I'm very, I'm very comfortable saying that upside potential far outweighs downside risk, regardless of whether we're talking about gold, silver, platinum, and for that matter, palladium as well. So I, I, I wouldn't give you a, a price prognostication, you know, for, you know, the end of the year, which is only two months away. That's or, perfectly fine. Or what, the, or, or what the market will do in 2017, other, other than to say that, you know, I'm, I, I'm very comfortable saying that people who buy metal in this, in this, in this time frame, you know, are, you know, going to, uh, you know, are, are going to be happy they did so at some point in the future. Well, Roy, that's that's enough to ask of you. I mean, I certainly wouldn't want to put the burden square on your shoulders. And we do speak with a lot of analysts in the marketplace. And it is becoming far more normal uh, than, let's say, 8 to 10 years ago when we would ask analysts where the price is going on a day, monthly, quarterly, yearly right. basis to hear people say exactly what you're telling us. They have a comfort level. They can tell you that they're very, very comfortable with uh, suggesting that the prices will make investors very happy. And, of course, we don't want to be tied down to some price because what if we're wrong and it goes two, three times as high? We never know. So what I want to do is say uh, thank you. It, you know, it, Your time is very valuable, Roy. We want to thank you very much for being with us on The Real Money Show. This is going to go to a lot of listeners, and I think it's going to serve as a really good tool and a way to help people understand where we are in the market right now. And, of course, hopefully it's the first of many for you with us at Guildhall, and we look forward to that. So thank you very much for your time well, today. It, it, it's, it's been a pleasure, and uh, I hope you invite me to be on again in the near future, or it would be my pleasure to do so. We certainly will. We know uh, Paul will be talking to you on a regular basis, so we look forward to that too. Uh, I hope you have a Great. wonderful day, and uh, we'll talk to you very soon, Roy. Thanks again for your time. Okay. Bye-bye now. Great. Bye-bye. Got to thank Roy Friedman once again for stopping by The Real Money Show, the president of MTB. You want to start investing the number one eight seven seven eight silver and online anytime to guildhallwealth.com. Lots more of The Real Money Show coming right up here on Talk Radio, AM 640. 1-877-8-SILVER, guildhallwealth.com. Got to thank Roy Friedman once again for his time here on The uh, the Real Money Show. A lot of information there, Darren. Yeah, there was, John, and I mean, for me, the takeaway points were clear. Keep it physical. Expect higher pricing in the gold and silver market between now and the near, uh, medium, and long term. And uh, number three, and probably most importantly, is good product is hard to come by. When we work as a team through Guildhall with partners like MTB and we talk to people like Roy Friedman, you can understand why we have become such experts in the field. So hats off to those buyers who have paid attention and have been buying up that type of product all along. We're glad to bring these types of interviews, interviews to you. And of course, his insight is, uh, is, is priceless as far as I'm concerned because he is a person who's dealing with volumes on a daily basis. And as he said, and I don't know what your opinion is, Jeremy, but he was talking, Roy was saying he watches the markets in terms of volume because it has become difficult to use traditional analysis to peg down where the price might be in the near or short term. So I think what he was saying is, by all accords, volume is growing. It has been and it continues to to grow both in their products as well as other products around the world. And of course, to that end, he's saying these are part and parcel of the reasons why we see higher in gold and silver prices. Yeah, it's a very simple formula. You see larger volume growing in in that market, which is going to is going to put strain on demand, which obviously pushes prices higher. So as you see more volume coming into the market, you know you're getting more demand into the market, more interest in that market, and those numbers are very, it'd be very difficult to to fudge those numbers in in that sense. Whereas the the sort of backward looking information that we're getting constantly through mainstream media makes it very difficult to make forward guiding decisions. So, um, yeah, I think I think as well the Fed is in a is in a, a, a hard place. They can't raise rates. It's going to put too much strength into the dollar. They're going to have to pay. They're going to have to pay for the debts with a higher rate. And of course, the markets wouldn't like that very much. So, 
long term does look like the the place to be is gold and silver and you know Roy's a, a, a trader he does trade short term he's saying look there's short term uh, anything can happen short term he says yeah gold could go down to 1250 again but the upward here is that uh, the market has formed a bottom clearly over the last few years and is coming out of that and if you're a long-term buyer this is as good as opportunity as anyway as at least that's how I was interpreting it because he was saying look you can't always just fish the bottom and so to buy at $1300 is fantastic and only if you were a short-term trader would you be maybe looking to sell at 1350 but remember in that case what we're talking about is physical precious metals, which means there is a premium to buy physical gold and silver. And so to, to sell at 1350 and buy it back at 1300, you're not going to cover the cost of doing business by doing that. So for long-term buyers, long-term holders who are looking to take advantage of the market, there's, as Roy was saying, there's clearly limited risk on the downside and way more potential to the upside. You, you match that with the volume you've got very good reasons to say this is a good starting point to get into this market. Okay, so you're listening here to The Real Money Show. You're thinking about buying gold and silver or you either already own it as a client. How do I get involved? Go to the website. That's the perfect first place to start looking for information. While you're there, you're gonna find things. You're going to find that there's a number to call. You can call the number. You can go through the e-store. You can bring product home with you. Put it in the depository. Get gold and silver into your RSP or TFSA or maybe an RESP for the kids. Education is important. But to learn more about these and other types of uh, ways you can buy bullion, we have a very important seminar coming up Thursday, November the 17th. 2016. Start time is 7 p.m. Doors will open at 6.30. The address is Young and Finch. This is going to be uh, something that we have done before and the people who have been to these events know how informative these evenings are. We're going to have professionals there from both Questrade and Guildhall. We'll be able to discuss registered accounts, how to get bullion and silver into those accounts, and you can open your account right there and then on the spot and get everything done all in one shot. Make it very easy for you as a new client of Guildhall. So if you want to go to the website and find out more about that, please do, or give us a call. John will give out all the information. Yeah, and this week we haven't really had that much time to talk about natural fancy colored diamonds, mm -hmm. but next week we've got a really big show. Uh, we're going to be sending out uh, a newsletter, um, also a report on the Argyle tender stone that we won, and we've got some fabulous, some great pricing coming up for Christmas. So look out for next week's show. It's going to be a great, great show talking about colored diamonds and great investments. Till that time, the number one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallpreciousmetals.com. This has been, once again, The Real Money Show, Talk Radio, AM 640.